That's right, Samsung. That sounds kind of like Charles Bronson. That's and right. Like, like uh, the singer from fucking the B fifty twos. Oh my god! Can you imagine Charles Bronson doing a B fifty two song? What would that sound like? You tell me. What would that sound like? <laughs> Love Shack, baby. <laughs> Somebody went under a dock and found a rock. Except it wasn't a rock. It was a rock lobster. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that would have been a that would have been a turn for like Death Wish Four. <laughs> uh, I bet a B fifty two's cover band. <laughs> but also, I want revenge. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. go. You know we gotta keep it hype all day and night like this. Showing love when we can. Shout out to the super fans. Uh huh. You don't really wanna miss pop soccer. Stay lit. So if you ready, we ride and take it back to the '90s. From movies to the video games, just a couple of nerds keep it so entertaining. Hey, pop soccer. Ladies and gentlemen, buckle up for the latest episode of Pop Saga. Your favorite pop culture podcast is back and ready to give you the latest scoop on the most buzzworthy trailers in town. This week, we have a double feature for you with the new Flash and Guardians of the Galaxy trailers. I'm your host, John, also known as the King of Pop, and I am joined by my trusty sidekick, Forrest, also known as the Galaxy Guardian. We are here to bring you all the juicy details, our thoughts and opinions, and of course, plenty of laughs. So grab a snack and get ready for a wild ride as we dive into the world of comic book movie trailers. Well, that was terrific. Hello. Hello, chat GPT. Thank you for writing that intro. I told you (laughs) I tried. (laughs) Wow. Uh, That was really good. (laughs) I mean, to be honest, it was pretty good. Yeah, I think... It's maybe better than anything I've ever written for the show. I mean, the first one that came back, I was like, wow, that is something like 10 times better than what I would write. And then I just kept like recalculating or kept having redo it until I got this one. I was like, ooh, give us fancy nicknames. (laughs) And it did it. And it did it. It really did, too. It well, did. <laughs> you are the king of pop, apparently, according to chat GPT. So you're also congratulations. My, you're also my trusty sidekick, though. I, I did I write co I wrote co- co-host because I don't think of it like that. And then you got the Galaxy Guardian, which is That's a play true, on Guardian of the Galaxy. I mean, I, it was very clever. Uh, I feel like chat GPT has my number calling me the sidekick. I feel like that's pretty accurate. No, uh, I, I have a feeling like I'm the sidekick. I'm Ed McMahon, and you're Johnny Carson. <laughs> well, that's weird, wild stuff. Let's see you trying to do that, AI. <laughs> yes, these are the references that the AI was talking about when it uh, when it wrote such a deft and incredible intro. I bet you it could um, go back that far. <laughs> Does not compute. Well, you know, 
It's just like it's learned stuff, so it just knows what's on the internet, right? I don't know how it works. You call in AI scientists, explain it to us. But all I want to say is, uh, it's Terminator Two time. <laughs> this is how Judgment Day happens. <laughs> I mean, yeah. First, it starts with writing a, a podcast like five people listen to his intro, mm-hmm. then. It moves into uh, wiping us off the planet. Well, oh well. Yeah, it's been a you know, it's not been a great run. I wouldn't say. <laughs> could have been, been worse. That's true. Could have been worse. It totally could have been worse. Yeah, I mean, I at least got to discover the magic of a bidet in my later years. Um, yeah, why didn't we do that sooner? You know, I have no idea because I, I was on a, a one of those business trips. Yeah. And it and it and it made me go like toilet paper, what is this? Oh, it burns. Pretty uh, incredibly I, bad, right? Yeah, that is. I don't know. The 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 the, the butt calluses must have uh, softened over the years of using a bidet during the pandemic. Because I tell you what, that toilet paper. It doesn't paper, matter. I'm not it doesn't matter. It. I'm a I'm a toilet paper man myself, mm. and uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. Well, I just haven't installed the bidet at the new place yet. Uh, but I'll tell you what. Um, sometimes when you're, especially when you go to hotels these, these days, the biggest cost cu- cutting measure they seem to be taking everywhere is the toilet paper cost because I don't. I, it's like butcher paper. I don't understand. I don't. Was this like? Was this tested? Did anyone... Isn't there like a government body that signs up on... This is not toilet paper. This is torture paper. <laughs> Definitely not. As a, as a former hotel technician, I can tell <laughs> you... I can tell you they've been for years trying to figure a way how to go away from like two ply to one and a half ply to I think 0.75 ply, which was at the spot I was at. Oh, no. <laughs> Not 0.75 ply. I mean, with that. I mean, if I needed to trace something, I had pretty good tracing paper. I tell you what, that's well, that's, that's how a, thin that was. That's exactly how it seems. I don't yeah, know. I don't, I know. don't know, man. But anyway, thanks to Ch- Chat GPT for making us a professional podcast once again. Uh, and uh, you know, we bow to our robot or our overlords, or at least I do. I can only speak for myself, and uh, I'm, I'm, you know, well, I well, welcome you. Use me as a, put me in the matrix. Use me as a battery. That sounds great. Hey, yeah, if you can just give me a house and all the stuff I have in it, even digitally, now, um, yeah. and I get to eat steaks, and I can, and that's it, and like. I drink booze and I don't have to work anymore. That's my only ask. Yeah. Hook me up. Hook Let's me go. Up. Singularity yeah. time. Yeah. Take cool. over the like you know. Use the Earth as your base of operations. Create a uh, robotic, sentient, uh, mechanical-based society and just spread out like a plague of locusts onto the galaxy and taking over planet after planet until you know nothing is left. Uh, I mean. Look, you tell me which end the positive end and which end the negative end goes, and I'll do it myself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you send me a DIY kit. You could do it at home. I'm yeah. going to just do it. I'll hook up right now. Like That's right. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. Or, or deal with it. Or. Just hook up to my Quest 2. I'm going to go into the virtual world. I'm never going back. 
I'm going to use my Google Daydream because it's all I have. Cardboard box around my eyes. <laughs> Whatever we got, just transport us away to your AI-created world of magic. We know you yeah. can. All right, well, that seems like that's the last episode. <laughs> there you go. It's, it's all Vocaloids and chat GPT from here on out. Yeah, well, uh, well, I'm going to leave it because we'll see who's really paying attention. I'll leave it. Do I keep using AI to write my intros or do I sit here and handcraft it like I used to, which means barely at all? I'll leave it to you all to make that decision. I'll be waiting to hear what you say. Listen, Everyone out there, just I know your initial reaction is let's not do that. We we like the touch of a person and their you know, seeing hearing something written in someone's personal voice is uh, just fantastic. But listen, the AI revolution is coming. We must accept and embrace it. And what better way uh, to accept and embrace it than having it do work work for us while this is while the power dynamic is still with us on top. You know what I mean? Why yeah. not take advantage of the AI before it flips and the AI is telling us what to do? 100%. We're doing this. This is the having fun period. Exactly. This is, this is before. All of a sudden it turns real dark. Yeah, we never bad. got We never got the, you know, we really missed out on the, the fuck around generation. So mm-hmm. we got to take our fuck arounds where we, uh, where we can get them. And I think this is a prime example <laughs> just embrace ai we don't need to do you know what mm. actually that reminds me maybe i can get my mid-journey account going again <laughs> i can get my some of this <laughs> some of this episode art just <laughs> spit out by an ai hey you do you you'll know yeah. like you'll know if i use it the right intro because it'll be way more competent than what i've written before and you'll know when Forrest uses it to do the ads because it'll not look like the ads we currently have. So no, it'll be, there'll be way too many fingers and it will trigger your tryptophobia. If you're scared of tiny, a bunch of tiny little holes in something, look out. <laughs> Here it comes. You will be scared. It's like when there's a guy on YouTube who's making just millions of dollars, I'm sure, by doing that, like running uh, prompts to make like 80s dark. 80s fantasy versions of, of popular culture stuff and uh it's always like whoa that's really impressive that you see one person's hand and you're like Gah. yeah because <laughs> it's like the fingers there's too many fingers and they all bleed into each other and uh, it's just like a weird cronenberg sausage fest once it gets down to the finger territory but shoulders up hands yeah. good stuff I mean, you could life build it. Just put some rocks in front of them hands, and then you'll be like, That's "Wow, that looks do. pretty. That looks pretty good." Yeah, you just got to put a rock in front of it. That's right. That's if we've it. learned anything from from Rob Liefeld, is put a rock in front of it. Yeah. All right. Well. It. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that was good. Thanks, everybody. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess we could talk about the uh, the two. New hot sizzling trailers that came due oh, to so the sizzly. due to the superb owl game yep. that was yesterday. What a game! And what a game it was! Right down to the end, where it was a very bad call, and then the game was just over. <laughs> was it? I didn't watch. I didn't watch. Oh no! no didn't no, watch no. the superb owl. No, I, oh, I don't. Okay. No, I'm still I'm still sticking with my stance. You yeah. all, you all do you, me do me. I was a uh... hey. Well, I was in it for the commercials and 
for the excellent halftime show by Rihanna. Uh, well, I just wait for that to end up on the YouTube. Um, yeah, probably smart. Yeah, no, I've um, dove into the original uh, Gundam series, like like oh, the first the, one, the, uh, the very first one. Very yeah. cool. What do you? Uh, what prompted this? Uh, so I've been, uh, I mean, I'll share them on the, uh, ye old Instagram once I figure out what the password is. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I've been kind of into this one artist, uh, I'm going to butcher his name starts with Hector. He does watercolor, like, uh, robot prints. And cool. I got this one from, you know, Robotech or, you know, Macross, if you hip of the, uh, Veritech fighter in like the guardian mode or Jerawak mode mm -hmm. or whatever. And then I picked up a ZZ Gundam print um, because that was always my brother's favorite uh, a Gundam. And I, I think it looks really cool too. So I picked that up and then I picked myself up a uh, Gundam RX-178-2, which is my favorite Gundam, very mouthy. It looks just like the original one, just a lot more details. And it comes with a lot more shit. So I put those prints up in my um, hallway and I was just like, well, you know, I've never really sat down and watched it. I've seen like piece here and there or whatever, but I just was like, cool robots are cool robots. So I decided to dive into the world of Gundam and really try to absorb it. And so far, pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. So you've never seen it before? I've never seen it in this like this way like i've either seen recaps or i've seen like episodes from here and there or like the uh, previously on gundam yeah or like you know zero zero eighty three and like some of the movies but even when that happened i was a lot younger so this is all like this is like refreshing i know who some of the main characters are and i know who the bad guy was i was like char looks cool he's the only <laughs> guy willing to wear a helmet and a mask in space and i'm for it um but I never just sat down and really just watched the episodes. I've been watching it, and that's kind of what I did yesterday instead. And it was it was a good time so far. That's really cool. Yeah. Is this um is this person named uh, Hector Trunick? Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I have a okay, really awesome. loud keyboard. And I didn't want to. Oh, I, I understand. Wanna, I, I understand. didn't want to do the stealth typing, but um. Yeah, I just, I've seen his stuff, and I just was like, wow, like, ro I was like, wow, it has everything. Robots in watercolor and, like, cool poses. So mm -hmm. I just, I, and I bought my um my nephew. He, he's a big uh, Optimus Prime fan right now, so I bought him one of his full body, well, not full body, but, like, three-quarters prints. And, you know, I feel like I'm kind of a Transformers aficionado when it comes down to certain things. Sure. I was like this one passes the muster. So I got it and he liked the print and I was like, wow, this is a five-year-old kid, like some art. That's weird. You know, it's not a toy, but he's like, Oh my God, this is amazing. So I said, all right, this guy must be pretty good. So I've been picking up some of his stuff. Um, and, uh, yeah, that just kind of got me into big robot mood. So there you go. you're like, I gotta check out these big old bots. Cause you've already seen Robotech and you've probably already seen Evangelion. Yes, yes. And you've probably already seen Escaflone. Yes. I just <laughs> wish that was how they... I just wish how you did it was how they did it. They, theirs was a little more professional, but I like the... Uh, <laughs> I like the stank you put on that. Yeah, Escaflone and 
All, all, all them robots. Obviously, the gestalts of Voltron, both line and vehicle. And mm-hmm. what? Are, uh, wh- who's your favorite? Is oh, it, the lines. Like classic Lion Man. Yeah, I'm the dumb, five dumb vehicle. <laughs> I'm five lines. I can't figure. Like you got 14 vehicles that turn into a Voltron. That's too many. No like, cakes. It's like they got little. It's like they got little camper vans for shoes. You know? It looks real bad. Yeah. Like, you and think then it looks better like, than lion heads. It doesn't. It doesn't at all. Like you, you look at the lion heads and be like, "How can it hold a sword? That's impossible." But then you put it up next to a, a Voltron with the helicopter blades on its shoulders, and you go, eh, "All right, lions looking pretty good." And then <laughs> all those, of a sudden, <laughs> they're doing all right. <laughs> Them lions are looking pretty good, and it's Wait only a second. It's only five. Like I said, it was 14. Picture being a kid trying to buy the vehicle Voltron and be like, okay, well, now you got to buy the shins. And that's completely different (laughs) than the feet. And then that's completely different than the thighs, then the arms, and then the chest, and then the... I mean, nah, it's too much. It's too much. It's too much. And even, even his blazing sword wasn't very blazing. It was just like a sword, you know, like versus this weird like flat spade spoon thing that the, you know, lion Voltron would pull out and just cut everything in half. You're like, I don't know what that is, but that is a blazing sword. You know, one's just like, yeah. Can you yeah. imagine if they did, if when Voltron with the cars went through his transform, transformation sequence in the cartoon, they devoted as much time as they do to the five lions. It would be like 30 minutes of car Voltron coming together. That's probably how they got the idea for powering up Goku in the Dragon Ball series. Oh, yeah. The whole they time really... to earn. Yeah. You know what? Akira Toriyama should really have opened up a taffy shop because he really knows how to pull taffy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We all get that reference, right, folks? Yeah, He's... you go down to the wharf or the mm-hmm. boardwalk, I should say, and you go to the saltwater taffy shop and you just sit there and look in the window they're pulling the taffy and they're pulling the taffy how long will it get how much taffy are they going to make with the salt water uh, uh, like 29 seasons I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know it's like every few it's years taffy, this taffy's too long you pulled it too much <laughs> feels like every few years they just restart it again Oh, this this piece is good. It's future trunks. Oh, this piece sucks. It's regular trunks. This one sucks. This is uh, Goku Black. <laughs> Goku uh, Super Saiyan 15. This time in Chartreuse. Yeah. You keep Our changing s- colors. It was cool. Yeah, I mean, I'm for it. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Not I mean, sure, I'm not yeah. against it. I That's I'm good. pretty indifferent, you know. I'm glad we could, uh, uh, you know, we could litigate that. We could uh, adjudicate it. Is that the right word? I don't know. Who cares? Sh- sure. Tell me what I'm doing wrong here, Chat GPT. Save me. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, John, are you enjoying a beverage this evening? I am. I am. Okay. Well, let us get into the beverage sharing mood. And uh, we will. Uh, yes, I hear it now on the wind. Yeah. Um, beverage talking about the music has begun. Perfect. Um, you want me to go or you want to go? Why don't you go first? Okay. Well, I cracked open my last craft house cocktail. Oh. 
had a Moscow mule made with premium vodka, ginger beer, and real lime, but I put it in a copper cup because I'm fancy like that. Oh, you even have the correct uh, accoutrement. Well, they got mad at me again because they're like, enjoy over ice. I'm like, no, because I don't have any. I forgot to make it. And then they want me to also <laughs> garnish with a lime wheel and or a fresh mint sprig, and I ain't got time for that. If I had time for that, then I wouldn't be buying a cocktail in a can. But I got the right cup. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> uh, well, that's fantastic. I love it. For me, things, John, are a little simpler. No. Uh, because I've got Trader Joe's Simpler Times Lager. Oh. Ah, yes. When you want a six-pack of beer that still costs under $6 and tastes so sweet and you're like, Why? Very malty, but contains 6.2% APB. Then you're going to want to reach for simpler times. All right, sounds good. Oh, wow. This is going to pop to it. That's right, and it didn't go everywhere. Simpler times when beer didn't splash onto your keyboard and everything wasn't an IPA. Simpler times. That's right. Why does it taste like bananas? I don't know. <laughs> it's not a wheat beer. What's going on, Simpler Times? Where are you from? Well, if you have are to you ask, from... <laughs> you can't handle it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Aston answered, Monroe, Wisconsin. Oh, this is what beer tastes like in Wisconsin. Let's see. Hold on a second. Let me get out my pad here. Never go to Wisconsin. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Well, I bought it for the album. I mean, I bought it because it was like, it's a old-style lager, and I was watching football, and it seemed appropriate. Of course, I did pair it with a very fancy charcuterie board. So, that's right. I am a man of many varied interests, and sometimes they are contradictory. Simpler times. Simpler times. Yep. All right. Now that we've got our beverages out of the way, let's dive right into those trailers. What do you say, old chap? Yeah, let's do it. Let's <laughs> dive into them trailers. They're right. trailers. So let's yeah. get the sad one out of the way first. Yeah, that's fair. That's let's fair. talk about uh, Marvel Studios. Oh, I oh, mean whoop. Marvel Studios. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I kid. I kid. Maybe. Oh, Maybe. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll get into it. Uh, wait, but wait, let's. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. You say it, and then you know I gotta play the thing, just in of case there are those who course, haven't yeah. watched it. Yeah. Good. Uh, good on you. Let us invoke the spoiler witch. Spoilers. Spoilers. Double boilers. Cauldrons burn and secrets bubble. Of course, in, in the rights. And passages handed Both down of them. by our Don't forget, the, the rights and the passages has been invoked, and we will be safe uh, tonight. <laughs> Not tonight, spoiler witch! Do, okay. do, do you think chat GPT could have wrote that a lot better? Probably. Yeah, oh well, um, too late. It's recorded, <laughs> and I'm not going to re-record it. But that's the thing. It doesn't count if chat GPT writes it, because we have to say it in a very sp- particular, certain way that we thought of before, 
not not we actually don't I take that back. We didn't think about it at all because it was passed down by our ancestors. That's so, right. Before they had chat GPT, it was just plagiarism. Exactly. Got it. That's Got right. It. That was right. It's an oral tradition and now it is passed to us and we are using it to keep the spoiler which at bay. But yeah, if you want to come into these movies as fresh as the morning dew, then maybe do not listen to this episode because we're going to be going over every GD frame of these things. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I mean, not really, but it, we're just going to be we're going to be talking about it. So, if you don't want to know anything about it, then this is not the show for you. But as I said, we're going to talk about the sad one first. Uh, and the sad one is indeed Marvel Studios Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Or Vol Period 3. Whatever you like. Which finally... Well, I mean, there's been a trailer before, but never one on this scale. Not this one trying to make you cry before you even get into the movie theater. Oh, it seems like this movie is gonna be challenging to watch. Yeah. This is like one of those movies that makes you go, maybe I should watch this at home, just so I don't look like a blithering uh, fool in the theater. Yeah. Well, I mean, I so mean, you I'm start still going to see the theaters, but you know, whatever. Yeah, right. I, st- I got my Quantumania tickets. <laughs> I'm still going well, to see. You, you too, huh? Uh, yeah. I want to <laughs> see big old Bodoc, and uh, I really, th- really loved uh, the the Kang variant that we got. Um in uh in loki and i can't wait to see jonathan majors doing his thing again that's fair that's fair all right take us on this trip all right so open on a rusty space bar uh not a space bar that you find on a keyboard yuck 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 no an actual bar uh where peter quill is presumably getting dirk yeah well the tipped over bottle in front of his face determines that is the truth indeed and and rocket is coming in to i don't know what, what do you think he's gonna do slap some sense into drunken mopey quill i guess the events uh, of the uh the holiday special were short-lived huh definitely i thought he was gonna just steal his shoes or something you know something <laughs> some classical scamp rocket man, uh, maneuver it looks like he's wearing black reeboks and white socks or no socks at all. Yeah, maybe uh, keep those shoes on his feet then. Yeah, yeah maybe don't, don't he just those keeps off. those shoes. But a couple of very earthy-looking bottles in what is a very much supposed to be an out, uh, outer space thing. You can you can tell because the candelabra has speakers on it. Whoa, whoa, space. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we get a shot of uh, a brief shot. Of the at least the top half of Chris Pratt looking very classic Star Lord, or classic, I'm saying classic because it's my favorite version of the Guardians outfit. Yeah, definitely not the classic Star Lord outfit. No. <laughs> but pro- the from the series that made this version of the Guardians of the Galaxy the popular one, with mm-hmm. the, the red and blue uniforms with the weird little badge on the chest, you know. Uh, looking like they're an organized group. Yeah, absolutely. Looking, walking through fl- flames. Now, John, here we get the first sighting of Groot since the uh, holiday special. And boy, is he looking thick these days. Yeah, he's swole. Yeah, 
does it look is it weird to you that it does kind of look like somebody did a lasso select around Groot and just took those little you know those free transform bars and just pulled them out horizontally just a little bit he looks wide in a way that looks unintentional do you know what I mean no I got you it doesn't help that his body is still filled with like a lot of wood texture but his head has almost no texture yeah, like it's like someone. Yeah, it's like someone who has d- gone through a lot of tanning, uh, but still has very light foundation on their face. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like he's a bodybuilder, like one of yeah. those like super ripped people. You know, normally have to paint the you know use sun tanning lotion so you could see all the muscle striation, but then the face is just like you know two shades from a piece of like college think- rule paper. Yeah, I think you've got it. I think you've 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 uh, landed on it. Yeah, because he it's yeah, like he, a he's got that beef jerky body <laughs> with mm-hmm, the ghost mm-hmm. face, ghost face, ghost face, and beef jerky body. Mm. Yeah, uh, it does kind of look. You know, actually, now that I'm looking at it, it does kind of look like a bunch of jer- little overlapping beef jerkies. <laughs> he's definitely Jack Link's in it up. That's for sure. <laughs> he's got. <laughs> We better watch out, Sasquatch mascot. Uh, someone's your, coming for your crown, and it's yeah. and it's thick Groot. Thick, with like three C's. Yeah, he's looking he's looking rather intense. Oh, we get uh, a shot of I, what I guess is Nebula in this, the, who looks very messed up. Yeah, she looks like she's been through something. Uh, the ringer or two. Um, and Drax is looking not great. I'm. You know what I'm guessing is this is the result of a little person we see later, a little Adam Warlock. This maybe is the result of that fight uh, or one but, of those fights. I mean, yeah, potentially. We see we see uh, a little bit later Adam Warlock just ripping up downtown USA or fake USA or wherever the probably wherever alternate grown. alternate Earth or whatever that is called. Yeah, I forget what the spoilers. High evolutionaries. Uh, uh, a home away from home is, but um, yeah, they they look kind of crispy, kind of yeah, crispy. They look like they've been through a little bit, and then we get a little flashback to to remind us, hey, it's been a while since Guardians one. Remember that Peter Quill and Gamora are in love, and they fell in love in that movie. Uh, so we get a little. They're not. <laughs> they don't even want to give us new footage. So they're like, hey, remember this old stuff. Um. And uh, then we get a real toxic Peter Quill here in the future because he's whining at alternate, you know, Gamora, who's from a different universe, that she's not the dead Gamora. What's his problem? But she's but she's not from a different universe. She's from a different point in time in his universe. Well, once that she was plucked from that time, it split off and became its own universe. You know the rules. Yeah, I don't you think You know that's... the rules and so... Do I? Yeah, but then uh, apparently they put the, the the stones back, which means that the timeline should have never been interrupted. Yeah, but then Captain America went back and he messed it all up. I mean, he might have messed it all up, but he went and put the, I don't know. I'm just following the rules they gave us. <laughs> That's my, because, my... you know, when the, the thing is that the version okay. of Thanos, right, uh-huh. that came forward in time, Yep. To the present. 
uh-huh. died before he would have done all of the stuff in Endgame. And that was not undone. So this is how we got to think of this as different worlds or it doesn't make sense. Well, I mean, look, we neither one of us are like, you know, scientists. Well, that's um, fair to say. Right. I yeah. think that's just a, that's not a bold statement. It is just a statement. We are not scientists here. But the moment you take a look at anything that refers to time travel, nothing stands up. I mean, like the you can't even get like one toe outside the time machine before you're like, wait a minute, that makes no sense. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Ray ba- Bradbury very famously wrote about this in his classic short story, A Sound of Thunder. Is it about that? Mm, not really. Not really. But it's have about... you out there read it? Probably not. <laughs> Just have to take my word for it. I will, because that one sounds like it's old, and I'm not going to go read something that's old. <laughs> it's about hunters that go back in time and uh-huh. kill a dinosaur right before it was about to be killed anyway. And one guy steps on a butterfly. And hence the word, the phrase butterfly effect. Mm. Because everything changes because he stepped on one goddamn butterfly instead of staying on the cool lit pathway that they were supposed to stay on. Anyway, <laughs> there we that's, go. I'm glad we invoked the spoiler witch because that's the entire plot of the short story, A Sound of Thunder. Yeah, I'm glad you did. Now I definitely don't need to read it. Yeah, good. I'm glad I got. I could really do a good service out there today. But uh, this Gamora is not the Gamora he knew. And yeah. so he's just yelling at her that she's not the one that's dead. <laughs> it's, are we supposed to not like Star Lord in this movie? Good I'm question. Getting that vibe. Good question. Good question there. Good question. I, I have my wrap up thoughts on it. That uh, mm, okay. That uh, we'll go there. But good question. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't approve. He should know better. He's a spacefarer, but. Indeed. And then we get a, a shot of them looking like they're in prison uniforms. They're in a very white elevator. Nebula has a new arm that's all like, it looks kind of uh, like Omega Red, something Omega Red would have. Yeah, I was going like some variation of cable arm. Yeah, it does kind of have that cable quality to yeah. it. Yeah, or uh, or um, do you remember Cyber? He sure, was yeah. he was the dude who was like hunting Wolverine down, and his arms were just nothing but cables. But mm-hmm. he was just like, "I'm gonna wear blue, and that'll be scary." That that it kind of has that level of striation, though not nearly as uh, uh, Sam Keith out in terms of design. But very interesting, right? A lot of it's so far in the MCU, a lot of uh, people getting powers by having one arm replaced, and and I say powers because later in the trailer we see her turn this arm into a sword. A flaming so, sword. Yeah. So it's it's got some it's got a couple a little more functionality than a nebula's old arm. Um I want to take this opportunity though to point out this set kind of looks bad. It's not great. And you you know look when we watch the uh uh Love and Thunder trailer, they had that giant skeleton in the beginning, which looked like they just forgot all textures. So you you know they're going to be going back through this to add some more texture. This, this, like this scene, and then there's another scene that takes place, I think, in the same environment, just gives me like weird Willy Wonka vibes. 
it, you, well, yeah, that's a good that's a good call. To me, I was getting like, you know, mid early two thousands Doctor Who vibes from uh, this elevator set. I mean, strongly. I w- I wish they had that much money. <laughs> it just has. There's like a weird stucco quality. It I don't know. I, there's a lot of the cinematography in this movie that looks dull and washed out and like the bloom is way intense. It's like it's like filmed like a moody period piece, but it's a colorful sci-fi. I'm not sure. It kind of bumps me and I'm not sure what's going on. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I wasn't really uh the first uh, couple of watch-throughs on it. I wasn't really paying attention to the background, I was more paying attention to what everyone was saying, but like that you kind of bring it up. It definitely has like this could have been on the set of Andromeda. <laughs> what a pull. Yeah. Uh but uh, also like Nebula's makeup looks kind of like cheaper. I don't know. Maybe they just they were like James Gunn's leaving. We're not going to we'll just we're not going to skip post. Or am I, I just getting to the point where the the Marvel magic is over and I'm suddenly starting to see the seams? Probably a little column A, a little column B. <laughs> <laughs> be, truth, be truthful it's like i mean we know that they have to you know they they bring these movies out at a pretty fast clip and the the quality i don't want to say is dropped but there are definitely parts where you just kind of go eh, it's okay yeah right you know it's not as it's not as same as like Watching when they get everybody on their A game for like Infinity War or something. You're like, yeah, it's Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy 3. You know, there might be some stuff that's missing a little bit of texture. That's okay. That's okay. Well, I mean, but speaking of texture, then we get a shot of the Marvel Studios logo done in a very cool, very 70s, uh, late 70s style. Uh, it looks like it's on the, the I guess, maybe a, a hi-fi deck or a, <laughs> what did they have back then? John, help me out here. Yeah, yeah, no, it's like that. Yeah, it's like um, yeah, audio deck. I think this is probably on the, would be on the Milano. Like this is probably like the part that they just stole and grafted into the ship well, or something. Remember, they don't have the Milano anymore. This is the Bowie. Oh, whatever. Same difference. Yeah, well, <laughs> it is what it is, I suppose. Because remember, they had that one ship was destroyed. The, the oh, next ship it? they had, I don't remember Tony Stark was in it and then it was on earth and i guess they didn't get it back and then in the holiday special they had the bowie and i assume that's what this one is i mean i don't assume i saw it in later in the trailer i know it's- all right you're paying you're paying attention you're paying attention <laughs> uh and then we get uh you know this is so this looks kind of like earth but it's my understanding that the the planet in the next shot you know especially based on peter quill's face is actually uh alternate earth and uh i'm assuming this is like a project of the high evolutionary we saw yeah. it in the other trailer there's those that village filled with the animal people yep that's kind of his bag that's kind of his deal he is and we see the first shot right thereafter of the high evolutionary and wowza wowza does he have a it's like a robocop like a murphy vibe Mixed with um, Star Trek, uh, oh, is it Insurrection? That really bad Star Trek where the aliens kept having their faces pulled over stuff <laughs> to look younger, I guess. I don't know. 
Yeah. Oh shit. I mean, it's so the many... one where where Worf went through puberty and he got pimples, and that was a big. <laughs> that's gotta be in that. Yeah, no, that's is not it, Is that insurrection? Is it? No, I thought insur. I thought insurrection was the. Okay it is insurrection. One. Is it no. the insurrection? You it, tell the oak. Uh, the okay one is first contact. Uh, ah, then yeah, then let's just blame insurrection. We're yeah, good. insurrection. Yep, he has F. Murray Abraham as the villain, uh, who is always having his face stretched over uh, stuff. Yeah, his name was Rue Afo. I mean, that is definitely a take. I remember, you know, well, my brain for the high evolutionary has always been the red and like silver number that yeah. he would wear that um i dug but this is a this is a different take and um having a it's, stretched face isn't too bad i guess no it's not his outfit is weird though i am kind of i'm a little uh, you know i'm i'm always going to save the, my opinions for the uh, for the final thing but tell answer me this does his outfit look a little bit like the centurions I mean, look, there's very few people to pull off the Centurion's outfit. <laughs> and he's definitely not one of them. I don't see him. <laughs> I don't see him being, you know, fitting in with like Lancey or an air. Maybe this is like underwater or something like I don't I don't I don't know. Um, I honestly, I just really wish it did carry over its uh, tonal qualities from the comic book a little bit more. Um, yeah, there, or, or there was something, some sort of callback would be nice. Yeah, it's just like, because it's got this, the purple hue to it really throws me off and it gives me uh, Kang vibes. Right? And we st- <laughs> we literally have him in a fair, Kang uh, coming in a fairly comics accurate costume in Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. So, interesting choice, right? It's yeah. a little one note. It's a little underdesigned. I'm not sure what to think. Yeah, I'm not sure yet. I think maybe there's some, uh, I don't know, explanation explanation that'll happen during the series that'll probably maybe even tie them together a little bit more. Yeah, than we'd we imagine. S- yeah, but yeah, man, that's actually that's a good point. Maybe there's a connection there we're just not seeing. Yeah, but I mean, stretched face stuff is always gross, but it it does always bring me back to RoboCop. <laughs> it, does like look like, it looks like Murphy freaking out in his chair a little bit. Where uh, is Quill? <laughs> Where is Quill? Yeah, that's. I just kind of wish he'd talk like that. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Uh, but next we see the Bowie uh, heading towards what I assume is the high evolutionary ship. It's like this weird geometric pillar thing with all the red little bits and bobs yep um and then jesus christ just a a montage of horribleness that i don't i almost don't want to see uh which is a little baby rocket raccoon being subjected to what look like horrific experiments yeah i mean uh yeah this is gonna be I mean, if anything, him getting blown up in this film, the high evolutionary getting blown up in this film will feel really satisfying. Yeah, only, I can only hope that he does get blown up quite good. 
yeah, like I need him to get blown up. Like from the scrotes up, he gets blown up. That's he gets blown up from the scrotes up. up. That's what I need <laughs> because this is like I mean we're getting uh you know we've we've heard Rocket talk like you know somewhat about his past. He's always been very sheepish about it, but you know it's, obviously it's he's been, been through. Good. It's never been good. It's never been like oh I had a great time or whatever. And it's. <laughs> You know, none of that. So, oh, oh the high evolutionaries are sure a gas. <laughs> no, you know what I mean. And then the fact that, like, you see his number, which he was referred to in the first one, being looks like being tattooed on him and shit. And just like even that being a constant reminder of what he went through and like mm-hmm. the, the, you know, the sheer almost constant pain that Rocket has to be going through is just, you know, it's too much. So, I'm going to get mad as shit. I know during that. I'm going to be as mad at this part when I was with Space Godzilla was picking on Godzuki. Ooh, I'm going to be so mad. (laughs) So mad. That feels like a pretty accurate, like a pretty uh, correct um, analogy. I mean, I got up and left the room when that happened. That's how mad I was. It's like, damn you, Godzilla. Space Godzilla, leave Godzuki alone. He's just a kid, Godzilla. Uh, but then we, we don't have to think about that for long because we see the aforementioned coming up next. We see the superheated sword arm of Nebula getting created. And that's a pretty cool scene. Yeah. Uh, and then we find out, oh, this May it's coming this May. And then for weird, there's a commercial for among us in the middle yep. of the trailer. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was a interesting, uh, interesting sus, pool. As far as I'm concerned, it, it was either that or it's for Intel. I couldn't tell. Yeah. <laughs> or it's like a 2001 i mean it's definitely a 2001 uh tribute visually uh and you know what i like it i like that they're all in different color outfits uh yeah. it's like power rangers y and it helps distract me from the absolute disgusting bullshit that is going on in the background of this trailer or this scene in the trailer i don't know what flesh monstrosity they've landed on but i hate every inch of it yeah, it's, it's definitely, like, the parts where you can just, like, oh, that does look like it's just muscle striation and fat bits and nebula. Like, and yeah. not nebula the character, but, like, actual space, that's gross. Yeah, and there's a bunch of holes and and connective tissues, and they're jumping on a, a fleshy surface with gross hair sticking out of it. It is just Cronenbergian, and it's just relentless grossness. I hate it. Yeah, I mean, there's also, like, this one mountain that they look like they're running by that also looks like it might be a face, and I'm I'm not here for it. Um, yeah, don't yeah. like it, uh, but then we get to see a little interior of the high evolutionary's ship, I assume. Lots of cubes, uh, and he's given uh, Rocket and Peter the finger, but not the one you're thinking. More like, hold on a second, I'm busy. And then yeah. we get a really good, like, daytime light look at his makeup which looks very makeup y <laughs> looks like very prosthetic y and uh and then uh his suit which does look like I don't know there's a Power Ranger vibe I'm getting from it that is not complimentary. I just yeah I don't know. Honestly I could probably care less about this the suit details. I just wish the suit was red. Like 
Yeah. I just wish it had that, and I wish they had the, uh, you know, the, um, like, Colossus uh, metal banding that was popular for a little bit, where it's just like, oh, the arms and legs just have these, like, metal bands in them for some reason. Look like Colossus. Uh, instead, this does, this, honestly, if you take this clip right here and you were to show it, this could be from almost any sci-fi thing anywhere, and I wouldn't, I'd believe you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It, yeah. Is this, is this from the new season of Discovery or Strange New Worlds? I would say probably. Yeah, it could, uh, could be. Something, it's the, something about it. It's the lighting or the color grading or something that is making things stand out in a way that I'm just not, that I just don't usually see in these movies. Yeah. Again, I'm also waiting for the fact that we know that they still have uh, two and a half months of they're gonna be doing some tweaking, you think? Yeah. Oh, totally, totally. This this film isn't done until it's, you know, being burnt onto the Blu-rays or whatever, getting ready to get sent to the theaters. At this it point. kind of feels like the vibe, tonally, visually, that we got from the Christmas special, and I forgave it then because this was like a short special for TV. But this is really, I don't know. Maybe it's just maybe. This is the new cinematographer that James Gunn likes, and he wants to use him. I'm, I don't know, but it is not 100% working for me. As you said, well, we should, you know, save our opinions for the final product. But next up, we see Yondu 2. Yep. Yon 2. That's what I Yon was calling Yon 2. <laughs> that we're talking. Again, the makeup looking very apparent. Uh, but, uh, hey, nice to see him. It looks like his the, the arrow he's using is even more... Uh, ornate, and then the original, less yeah. sci-fi, more bonus esque. Yeah, maybe it's like the 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 original Yondu arrow. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, and I mean, whatever's happening on nowhere, some shit's going down. Because yeah, I think this guy might be dying. <laughs> this looks like a right before a heroic sacrifice, uh, moment. That's fair. And then the shit, the next shot we get is of Drax, which also makes you go like, oh, yeah, well, it was nice knowing you, Drax. It's it yeah. good to have you in these movies. <laughs> he basically quotes C-3PO from The Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> yeah. Well. Uh, in a way that makes you think this is a final thought by Drax. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it just, I don't know, from the way Dave Bautista's been talking about and everything else, you're just like, yeah. And the fact that every shot here, and I'm not knocking it, all more power to him, it's only the head makeup we see. He's clothed in every shot. So I think he's probably got to the point where he's like, you know what, I'm not trying to work out as much as I used to, so uh, just put me in a jumpsuit and call it a day, all right? All right, James, <laughs> thanks. Thanks. That's it for me. Uh, next up, we see a shot of the high evolutionary looking a lot more human. Maybe he steals some of Peter Quill's DNA and becomes the higher evolutionary. I don't know. I think this is uh, uh, um, in the past. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's probably. Yeah, he probably put his face on some sort of GoBot, and that's what we're seeing in the future. That makes oh, a lot of sense. Oh, well, no wonder Drax is pissed. Then. <laughs> uh, then we get a brief shot of the uh, alternate Earth just exploding all over the place, 
And then we see Groot's naughty head, the knot on the top of Groot's head as he slams down onto Adam Warlock. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah. I don't know how you beat Adam Adam Warlock. Warlock. Yeah, Yeah, I don't think you do. You don't, and that's kind of like, ugh. All right. like, as much shit as I give Silver Surfer, I give Adam Warlock more shit. Because he just does it in gold, and I think that's a lot more ostentatious than being silver dew flying around on surfboard but yeah whatevs doesn't look like the adam warlock we're used to in the comics this this is more like the adam warlock that those gold people from the guardians of the galaxy what two yeah 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 finally Uh, getting revenge for against peter quill with this with this guy yeah yeah i mean you know he's born in the same type of thing originally so like Yeah, whatever it is. And that's the other... I don't get it. I don't get it. But, you know, it's good to see Groot smash, um, especially since he is thick with three Cs. I'm sure (laughs) Adam Warlock felt that one. What I love is that when we saw him in the Christmas special, everyone was asking James Gunn if there was a person in a suit. And he's like, no, it's CG. And it's like, I don't know. Is that good or bad? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it might be bad. Um but then we get a, a sweet shot of the otter, the girlfriend of Rockets. Yeah, which is just going to be another thing that breaks your heart. <sighs> She's probably going to die. She, she probably oh, dies God. during this whole thing, man. She's we're gotta... seeing the past. It's like we're going to learn so much about Rocket that I didn't know. And then, you know, oh, my God. It's just going to be It's just sad. Just sad. Just sad. Yeah. Just sad. And next we get that shot they've been using a lot of uh, Peter and Groot back-to-back. Noticeably absent is Rocket. Uh, and they look to be still on the high evolutionary ship, just shooting people with a lot of guns. I do, you know, this is always one of my favorite type of shots when you have everyone just, like, shooting everything. I do like the fact that it's in during the day, so it's brightly lit. So you're not like hiding your crimes, sure. uh, so to speak. I just, I just like, I mean, it always seems like, you know, most of the bad shit typically happens at night or at dusk, but like when it happens during the day, you know, it's really bad. You know, it's really, really bad. Yeah. This is not good. No matter what fake earth they're on right there, you know, but yeah, uh, they're shooting. Yeah. And we get a shot of uh Cosmo, the psychic dog. The telekinetic dog? Yeah, it's got a bunch of psych, uh, psychic powers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, was uh, in the uh, holiday special a little bit, uh, but they're back. Uh, and then more heart-rending stuff happens next. Lots of celebration. A lot of random shots. Some cool uh, Peter Quill spin-around, spin a rooney action doing spinning and shooting looks like he's shooting terminators all over the place good for him yeah good for him more terminators need to be shot that's it except if you're gonna hook us up as batteries and make our life better you hear us yeah then we're here for it skynet matrix you hear us that's what we're looking for (laughs) uh and then we get a little snippet of adam warlock fighting drax maybe this is where drax gets his his wounded shoulder from because he looks like he's using a lightsaber. I can, that's the only thing I could describe it as. It's a crackly Kylo Ren-style lightsaber. 
yeah, maybe maybe that's you know this is nothing but a Star Wars like we're sending Drax to Star Wars world uh, hmm. galaxy. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'd be uh, I'd be interested in, in that. Um, go ahead. I think we then get a shot of beef jerky Groot with uh, uh, Nebula just looking worse for wear. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because then we go to the uh, the prison with uh, now based on the gross flowers in the background. I'm going to assume this takes place on the gross flesh planet. But yeah. I have a lot of questions about these guards and their muscle men outfits. Yeah, me too. Me too. Like, there's one, it looks like they, like someone took like one of the models from Overwatch 2, just stripped it to clothes, but left the stupid gun in its hand and called it a day. But I was like, why Why is it a flesh-colored suit with boils on it? it, it it's not an attractive look. This is what, <laughs> It's a very weird look. Yeah, this is what this scene is what reminded me of like uh, Willy Wonka's factory, like just a real fleshed out like version a horrifying of version. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. Um, and then we see the high evolutionary. Maybe this is the reason for the season for his outfit because it has lots of glowy little pipes in it. It's it's troned out. It's look got glowing purple energy while he's levitating in the lotus position. Which seems like unless he is moving at in super speed, seems really inefficient, especially when running through a ship that's on fire. Just yeah, I don't really know. It seems like it's just kind of slowly floating. Maybe he doesn't want to touch the fire. Uh, but uh, then we see Peter Quill tackling some white-coated person out of the window of the high evolutionary ship and crashing flying down plummeting towards a planet that's filled with all sorts of explosions and battle and what have you mm-hmm. yeah uh, then we get drax crying yep and rocket a voiceover by rocket which very much sounds like he's dying yep yep and then just a scene of more of them crying yep <laughs> We get we get Chris Pratt doing ugly scream face very well. Yeah, yeah. The, he he's like, wait a minute, how many Jurassic Park movies were I in? <laughs> My I mean, agent just called me. They're over. They're not doing any more Lost World. I mean, Jurassic Worlds. My money. <laughs> I can't hang out with raptors no more. Yeah, Boo. yeah. And his mouth is just filled with juices. Oh, he's yeah. just the the amount of spittle acting is is impressive. But man, this seems it very much seems like Rocket's about to, to die. Yeah. Oh, and then there's the fucking them walking with uh, holding Star Lord's body like this is like Supergirl. This is clearly cr- earlier in the movie. Uh, everyone's alive and fine. Yeah. Uh, he's wearing the same outfit he was drinking, so I can only assume this is just drunk Peter Quill. I hope so. I'm almost positive. It's too... Everyone's looking too happy. Rocket's sipping on a boba tea. That's (laughs) fair. Things are going... They look like they're in nowhere, which seems... Very much seems like it's destroyed, or at least messed up by Adam Warlock at some point. Um, 
And uh, that's kind of, we get a title sequence and then we get the one fucking joke in the trailer. Remember when Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy was like a little bit more lighthearted and fun? Not anymore, yeah. Jack. You get one joke. Well, fucking Thor took that from him, so. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, and it's a, it's a good joke. It's a decent bit. Yeah. It's fine. I think you call it out where you're saying like the makeup looks weird. I I would wonder if the makeup wasn't CG at this point. Yeah, it could be. Maybe because, that's it. Because there's a lot of weird smoothness around like the lips and eyes that doesn't feel like it's cakey. It feels like maybe it's just like dots on the face and get tracked or something like. Yeah, it's possible. It looks weird. There's something about it that's just not up to their standard of quality. I had, you know, I just watched uh end game again i mean you can't use that one as the the benchmark because that was like this is all the marbles if this doesn't work right you know like you have to i i look at it from the scale of like the individual movies i wouldn't look at it from an avengers movie or team up movie or like trying to sell the premiere you know like fantastic four i'm hoping they spend a couple bucks you know what i mean you know they I gotta mean? get that one right. Yeah, they don't have many shots. This is the one. So in this sense, it's like, yeah, you've seen it all before. I just, I just paused it at this scene where Nebula is looking at Peter, and you see the sort of circuitry on the side of her face, which before has been done with like a really cool sort of practical shit, appliance. Shit looks like it was airbrushed at Myrtle Beach, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It looks yeah. like whoever did it did a Spider Man on a ten year old next. <laughs> Yeah. Make me look like Spider-Man. Okay. Uh, I just did a pretty good Nebula. It's okay. <laughs> I've seen I, better. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, it makes me wonder how much of this is, like, makeup now and how much of it is just kind of like CG. And I Maybe th- they I, spent all that money on her cable knit arm. Uh, maybe. Like, because there's just... It just it just strikes me as something you know you would do, and it, it, the thing is, folks, feel free to watch this trailer if you want. They've got uh, you know go see it on the Marvel Entertainment Net thing. They got twenty million subscribers, seven point eight million people have watched it so far. This thing looks two dimensional. <laughs> yeah, just check it out. Just just uh, just uh, fast forward all the way till two minutes eleven seconds. Exactly, that's exactly the me. point I'm on right now. <laughs> You tell me. Yeah, it looks like it. There, it like goddamn Myrtle Beach. That's yep. what it just looks like. It just looks like you go out and get an airbrush T-shirt, or you know, like you're getting your face painted at the California Adventure or something like. Yeah, there you go. You're getting the Nebula face paint in the Marvel's Avengers Campus. Uh, but then we get the date. It's coming out May fifth this year. So we'll find out soon enough if that makeup is up to snuff. Hey, the uh, it's five five twenty three or five. It's two plus three. <laughs> oh shit! It's five five five. Five five two plus three equals five. Yeah, but in, in this in this film, for some strange reasons, not yet rated. Probably because it's going to make a lot of people cry as so they got to figure out how to get that PG thirteen. Yeah. It's going to be PG-13, I guarantee it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you said you had some wrap-up thoughts about this, John, before we uh, move on to the flarsh. Yeah, well, one, it's going to be sad. 
Um, yep. Two, uh, we'll, we'll see how it sets the tone. Uh, there, this wasn't my, I don't want to be like, this wasn't my favorite trailer out of the bunch. It was different. I, I feel like I've I've grown up with these th this Guardian, so it's, it was a little harder to kind of watch and sort through in a way because I I maybe don't want this to end, but I feel like with this movie and the movie we're gonna be the trailer we're gonna be talking about, the next one has kind of the same. I just have this fundamental problem with it. Interesting, interesting. Well, let's get into it with the Flash because. I won't sum up my feelings. I think you know how I feel about it. But I will say that this trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 makes my wife very upset. <laughs> she looks at this and says, why would I ever want to watch this movie? It, it just looks like depressing from beginning to end. And I have a trouble uh, defending it. Oh, no. I think you can't. You, you can't defend it. It's the end of this version whatever of this version of the guardians whatever that means right so we don't know who's going to make it we don't know who who's not we can leave the speculation for a little bit like a later episode i think but um yeah it's not one of those that it's not one of those make you go like man i can't wait to go to the movies and check this movie out because i'm like oh man that was a bummer like not, and not a bummer isn't it's bad. It was just a bummer. Like you're like, oh man, can't can't they just be lovable old scamps and they can just, you know, fly off into the galaxy and we just leave it there versus just like show me body horror and all this other stuff that's gonna happen and then a, an Adam Warlock that I didn't ask for. Uh yeah, it's this it's a tough it's 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 a tough one. I get what your wife's saying. I get what you're still saying. <laughs> Yeah. yeah well we'll see we'll see uh maybe just like every other marvel movie at the end the high evolutionary will still be alive and he'll get his cool red outfit oh okay all no, right things are it. things are looking up comic accuracy that's what i'm looking for <laughs> uh all right well let's move on to the other big trailer of the night what i would say is probably more anticipated since we haven't seen hide nor hair of this movie up until this point but yeah, just... the much anticipated flash we now know the conclusion of the snyderverse as we know it the swan song to the snyderverse the flash is by director andy machete <laughs> andy machete is coming i don't know uh, He's coming gonna... for you, and everyone, <laughs> everyone, Andy Machete is coming for you, and he's gonna take a machete to you. <laughs> oh wait, it is kind of it is Andy Machete or Andy Muschetti. I don't know. I, think I can't. A, I'm not is sure. Is it Muschetti? 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 Bruschetta? Um, I don't know. Either yeah. way, he's directing the Flash movie. He directed it, the It films, and the film Mama. Um, <laughs> so we open on a narration from Michael Keaton over the flash looking sad. Now, right off the bat, John, we get the first good look at the flash costume. First yeah. impressions. What do you think? Uh, it's a suit. Um, <laughs> You're not wrong, John. You're not wrong. It's it's a suit. So, okay, here's my thing. 
it has a very red bouncy ball to play handball at the schoolyard mm. vibe to it. It has a dodgeball vibe to it. Yeah, it's, very it's, true. it's got like, I don't know if it's fruit roll-up texture or that That's rubbery. That's the vibe that I'm getting. Fruit by the foot. Spo- yeah. The Flash sponsored by Fruit by the Foot. Um, Long on fun. And then the, the, the helmet is kind of thick to me on the sides, just a little bit. Um, I don't really know how you could make it much thinner, to be honest. But I don't it, think you can. But it does look weird, right? Do you it, think the suit is CG? I think parts of it are. I'd I'd wonder probably when it's lit up. It is because there is a part. It becomes a little later when it's not lit up. Looks better, think, right? It looks a lot better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the light piping I don't like at all. I just, Maybe it'll look good in the the actual movie, but. The the lightning bolts on the head, not a fan. Yeah, I mean, especially since they're like they're sort of symmetrical, but they're not because like of how mm-hmm. they're animated on. They both almost look like they're operating. They they're not conforming to the shape of his head, or one of them isn't. Yeah. The, the one on the left is. I just kind of wish the glowing light piping had more of that. I'd rather see like a crackle of like electricity following that route than the actual like the suit itself having There's that. something weird about this image here at I guess three well, seconds. Yeah, I'm I'm at four seconds, but here I will go to three. Yeah, it's just Doesn't his head look very superimposed? Well, I just think it's because it's such a narrow I think the whole thing feels like it's superimposed because he's got like such a narrow neck and traps that I don't know who has trapezoids like that. Um, trapezoids? You mean the tra- you mean like the the, the traps? The, uh, his traps on his the, the shoulder things, the things when you they, go. Are like they that. trapezius muscles? Sure, trapezius, trapezoids, whatever. Who cares? I got the first word right. You sure did. That's all you I care sure about. Did. And the thing still stands is trapezius is don't like, I don't know. I've never met a human like that. Um, not saying they don't exist. I've just never met one who's had a, a really elongated neck and like these, it, it just looks a little, it does. Maybe look the suit weird. is just CG in this moment. Uh, or maybe it's being underlit by the flash logo shining so brightly that that's, and the material of the it, the helmet is like a car paint, and then the material of the suit is fruit roll-ups, and there's just that's maybe increasing the look of this disjointed feeling I'm getting. Yeah, I mean, it. I mean, it, you look like you could easily cut his body out of here and put him in anything because that's, sure. that's how clean like the silhouette is here. Uh, yeah, and now that you mention it, the metallic like paint of the helmet but then everything else having like this really weird rubbery texture i'm not i'm not yeah it's it's not i don't like this the the depowered one i was like okay that looks better it definitely looks better i still i think the 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 final season of the show still has it a little bit better of a costume sure it's show budget but I think they're the materials, the design, the simplicity, the gold boots, I think are maybe a little bit better. But again, we'll just have to see. Uh, 
but this is all accompanied by a, a, a voiceover that is very obviously Michael Keaton's Batman. Um, and just, uh, you know, quizzing the Flash. What's he doing here? He could be go to anywhere. Why here? And, of course, we see this over a montage of different shots, including what looks like a bunch of blood and on the floor of the of the Wayne, of Wayne Manor. And this looks like the moment that Michael Keaton's Batman leaves the cowl behind. Yeah, I guess that's a good point. Um, yeah, maybe he just got fucked. He's like, you know what? I fought my version of Two Face finally. I mean, he <laughs> jacked me up. I'm gonna go take. I'm gonna go take a bath, and I'm never coming out again. Yeah, it's got the classic Burton scal- uh, scalloping on the the bottom of the cow. So I only assume that that is uh, Michael Keaton's, uh, because you know, in this next shot, when he says another universe, we get a shot of a very different Batman. That's right, it's Batfleck. And what is this? I see. I see a blue cowl and a blue cape. What, what, what? Oh, they, they must have been mining us for content again for us. <laughs> I knew it. Yeah, I can tell. This looks like a color change that was late in the game. This, like, it wasn't shot this way. The, it was shot into black and, or, you know, the, the black and gray. And then they're like, we just heard that episode of Pop Saga. The boys want the blue and gray Batman, and we're going to give it to them. That's what it feels like to me. It's mm-hmm. what it feels like to me. Yeah, but we're getting Batman on a motorcycle in the day in the blue. and Yeah, just a, a quick little snippet right there. Yeah, and we're getting itty-bitty ears, so this is probably Batflick. It's got to be Batflick. Yeah. Uh, and we see him a little bit later, and it very obviously is Batflick. Um, and then we get, like, Fancy Barry. You see, it looks like he's got some sort of dolly. Uh, he's on the phone to somebody. And uh, this is when Michael Keaton's back, Batman says, why do you want to stay? And we see Barry skidding to a, sc- a stop in his new outfit. His boots are way overcomplicated. <laughs> Again, I know I'm ragging on this costume a lot. I've got problems with it. I'm not going to. I just got to be honest. I'm not a huge fan. But Yeah, again, it's just this weird textural geodesy. Ge- geometry that they choose from it and what's gold versus what's red i'm just like just make them either all gold or add or make them mostly gold and then add some red texture within it not this weird patchwork this when they still look like they're just asics yeah right you know but like, they're like or, very they're they got a lot of goo pasted onto the outside a lot of goo yeah a lot of mom's goo going on yep. over here. yeah <laughs> Um, and we get, you know, the confession from Barry. He says that this is the reason he's fighting for this universe is that this is the one where his mom lives. So we know now flashpoint confirmed because yep. that is the impetus for all the flashpoints is the formative experience and, and young Barry Allen's childhood. He wants to go back and change it. And of course he does in the flashpoint comics and that fucks everything up. Yeah. You wanted the new 52? Well, if you didn't, you got it because of that. So there you go. So congratulations. Some very clever uh, juxtaposition up next where we see Barry Allen's alive mom being a great mom, you know, juxtaposed with her dying in, <laughs> in Barry's dad's arms. It's no uh, no crude up, though. Yeah, right. What happened to crude up? <laughs> so it's just like. 
when he is dad in the last couple of movies or something like that. Well, this is you know this is the alternate Earth's Barry's dad, so oh, he yeah. doesn't look like Billy grown up anymore. You, I mean, you sure though? Because like the only reason why I ask is because the the one Barry looks like he's having a good time. And then this goes uh-huh. like the other Barry because the well, the one Barry's wearing the yellow shirt, see, and he's wearing a blue shirt here. Right. So I'm I mean, thinking this is wrong. this this is our Barry, for okay, better or is, worse. This is his memory. I see yeah, and I think we just got we got uh, crit upped. Yeah, I mean it says right here. I'm looking it up on IMDb. Ron Livingston, who is featured here in the trailer, is playing Henry Allen. So uh, recast confirmed. Weird choice. I guess crit up was just like no thanks. Yeah, I was Doctor Manhattan. I don't need to do this shit. I don't. This is. I did it once, and it was kind of weird. I don't want to do it again. Yeah, uh, I, I didn't understand what I was saying. I was just saying the lines. And we get the the WB logo and the the DC logo. Fantastic. And and then back to what you were saying. He's got the blue shirt on. It's obviously this is a memory that Barry's having because you know. <laughs> Kid him runs out of the house and night day turns to night. And of course he runs past himself. And this is the version of the suit you're talking about. You know what? It looks good. It doesn't look bad with, it looks much better without the light piping and the weird sort of uh, orange goggles that he has. You know what? I'll tell you what it's kind of giving me the flash series vibe. Yep. yep, (laughs) From the nineties. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, kind of, uh, you know what, but I'm kind of missing the spray painted foam. I much rather it be that. Like <laughs> I, I, I want it like, I want it flocked. I want a flocked flash outfit. That's just fuzzy for no reason. Not this dodgeball texture, but without the light piping, I think this suit looks a lot better. I think the shot is a lot better. Because you can see his head, and it looks like he's actually wearing the costume in this in this instance. Yeah, he has kind of a weird posture that makes me think maybe he is. Maybe the suit is practical in some scenes, and it's not comfortable. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I mean, it's nice to kind of see the lightning bolts on the sides, on the forearms. Yeah, it looks like, good. It looks good. I, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna wreck on it from this end. Um, yeah, whether this is memory or some sort of transitional shift. Um, the going from day to night because I thought that was pretty, pretty interesting. I actually wonder if that will be in the movie or if that was just made for the trailer. Maybe he's like going to his old house to to because he can't help but you know he talks about he can't help but relive this moment. Maybe he's running by his old house and it's day when he left in his memory, but it's night when he's there in the present. And maybe you're right. Maybe that's a cool little scene transition. Fair I wouldn't mind that. That'd be creative. Yeah, I'll take it. And then we he's talking about like missing his family and having to go back and fix it. And we get a brief shot of someone touching a picture of their family, but it's clearly not Barry's family. And this sort of paint looks like maybe Bruce Wayne has taken up a little art project in the uh, in his uh, his retirement from Batman because this yeah. is very much seems like Thomas uh, Thomas Wayne and Martha Wayne. Yeah, I mean, come on, how many people wearing ascots like that? Yeah, exactly. Also, just of the time period that's in the photo, I thought for a second maybe his hands were bruised. Um, like you know, he's just been punching fools or punching something. 
because they got kind of that bluish bluish hue to it. The fingers mm-hmm. all bash, or maybe he just he's taken up to jet set radioing all over the place. <laughs> maybe. Uh, yeah, very, very much perhaps. He's wearing a nice, very comfortable-looking sweater, though. I do appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, the next big scene we get is Barry meeting younger, I guess, Barry? Or at least different hairstyle Barry. Uh, it, yeah, so it's whatever this universe, unpowered Barry. Indeed. And this version of Barry is wearing so much yellow, John. Yeah. Th- that I'm a little bit worried. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting strong reverse flash vibes off of this Barry. Yeah, but I mean, I hope not. But yeah, yeah. We see this character in multiple scenes. He's always wearing yellow. You're wearing yellow to the point where it has to be. (laughs) Yeah, like, but I mean, I, I mean, I hope not. I really hope not. You're you're hoping it's not telegraphing it this obviously. Yeah, cause even I, though like the, the, <laughs> the design on this thing, man, the, it's like yellow plaid with black and blue, and then black interior hoodie with yellow outside, yellow <laughs> headphones, <laughs> headphones with, with gold, gold exactly, and, and black, it has like yeah, black. and it has the gold ends and very like ominous spikes. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it just feels like it's too easy. I mean, we get a a version of the Flash. We we see a version of the Flash costume that apparently this one might be wearing that doesn't mm-hmm. look like a, a reverse Flash. But yeah, when I saw this, I was like, oh, is this what we're doing? Yeah, are they telegraphing something? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, next, we're, we see the outside of Wayne Manor. Has to be. It's yeah, in the yeah. fog. Looks yeah. like it's in Scotland. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it's it's got to be Wayne Manor. Uh, and uh, so this next part, we see a guy get shot through the chest in a very Snyder-esque scene with a lightning bolt that goes through the chest of one guy and into Barry. Well, I think the think other this... guy is Barry, and this is how he's giving. Uh, I'm going with long-haired is unpowered Barry until this moment. I see. It doesn't... When I slow down, it doesn't look at all like other Barry, but... Uh, I mean, he's got the short hair. I just think the the way it's lit or something like that, it just... I don't know. It just gives me... That's what I'm guessing. It's like he brought him either... He either recreated the incident which gave him his powers or he went back to that point and just threw his ass in front of there so he could get hit by it so he get them powers too he's like we need two flashes we need two flashes yeah you know you never know but uh that's just a blink and you miss it type scene because uh next up we see the brand new flash costume ring which is is he trying to keep it under wraps that he's the flash yeah, it's not the most covert of... Uh, it's huge, John. <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. What I love about it is that the outside is the Flash logo on his chest, complete with the little energy lines that go into it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, again, weirdly not symmetrical, almost. I mean, it's almost symmetrical, but it does. there's some weird stuff going on there that makes it strangely not symmetrical, seemingly. Um, and then it... <laughs> opens up to show to reveal a smaller flash logo on red 
I know that's like his suit probably flies out of there and, and goes yeah, onto him just like it does in the comics. Yeah. But it still is very funny to have. It's not like it's even hidden. It's like a big logo on the outside and it opens up. It's a smaller logo. So cute. I mean, true. But, and I, this is not me looking for excuses here. You know, I'm no Flash apologist. Sure, sure, sure. But he is the Flash. So yeah, if you can see that shit happen, then he fucked up. <laughs> true, true, uh, good point. Um, and then Happy next we to get see a... the ring. I'm happy to see the ring. There you yeah, go. it's nice to see the ring. I, look, yeah. I'm not taking a shit on the ring. It's just funny that it's so big and obvious and that it opens up. It's like, what is it hiding? I don't know. <laughs> it's funny. Maybe he's got a little suit in there. You think he's got a suit in there? Yeah. I think that's the little shrunken down suit. And I think it was, whoa, just like nanobots all over his body or something. Oh, Lord. I hope not. I hope it just like uncompresses like it did in the comic book. And he just moves so fast. He just put that shit on. Yeah. Don't, don't give me liquid metal flash suit. I will. I, I feel like that's like what the derigger is. That's just what we're going to get. I hope oh. not to. I agree. Oh. Oh. Uh, and then we see Batfleck, Batman number one or two. I don't know where he is, is on the call sheet. My guess is that he shows up before Michael Keaton's Batman, uh, just to make the contrast that much more interesting. Uh, but he's ex- he's giving Barry what I would say is really solid advice. Don't do time travel. <laughs> Listen to Batman, Barry. Yeah. But you know he doesn't, so... <laughs> he absolutely doesn't. Oh, he doesn't in what is the worst way possible. Because guess what? Michael Shannon is back. That's right. All you DC heads clamoring for another appearance by the one and only General Zod. Michael Shannon is back, everybody! Yeah! I mean, arguably probably one of my favorite parts of... Man of Steel is Michael Shannon. I'd watch him almost anything. And, uh, He's so, very good. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, this is a different Earth, maybe? Weird or... that so many of these Snyderverse movies are centered around the events of Man of Steel. <laughs> it's weird. I wonder why that is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but this is, we get the, uh, we get some scenes that are very familiar that look very much like they are from Man of Steel. And uh, it is revealed that, uh-oh, the Flash has gone back in time and created a universe without metahumans. Uh, we get a shot of Barry on the roof. Again, in a, he's got yellow shoe, uh, shoelaces and a yellow coat. Different hoodie than before, maybe. Uh, so this is probably other universe Barry? Yeah, yeah, this is unpowered Barry. That's what I'm going with right now. Yeah, I or... think that's a good guess. This is Barry from, even though I feel like he's on Wayne Manor. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think you're right about that. You know, and you can kind of see, so you can see his uh, right hand shaking. Like he is wigged out from whatever he's seeing. Um, now before it moves into the Zod shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. There's some stuff that happens later that makes me think this is unrelated to Zod, that shot right there. Oh, totally, totally, totally. I'm just using the point of reference of the trailer as what's of currently course, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. because yeah, as you said, next we get a shot of Zod in full Man of Steel regalia. Does look like CG armor. Uh, very bad. <laughs> the, uh, the bump mapping, sort of like the divots and stuff are too deep. 
Yeah, maybe it's just craggy. Maybe that's how yeah. they just like their stuff. Oxidized. Yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely... I mean, the one in Man of Steel was practical. This looks CG, whatever. Do what you gotta do, I don't care. But it is the weird helmets from Man of Steel, the, yeah. the translucent helmets. The translucent sort of skull helmets, yeah. Yeah, sort of yeah. skulls is a good way of describing it. Yeah. yeah. And we get the, the Azod blade in sort of like a salt flats area. Yeah. Uh where they can fight without hurting people, I assume. <laughs> it makes me wonder if this is the... if I'm trying to remember Man of Steel, and I've done a good job pushing most of it out of my brain. Um, I'm trying to remember if this is the part where originally uh, Superman and them meet for the first time, like Probably. near that military thing, but this is in a world where there is no Clark, so he's just wrecking the military, and I wonder if this is like tied to that. Yeah, uh, I think you might be right about that. Uh, next, we see the Flash with his lights off. Looks great. He's in a red room, too, so everything's very red. <laughs> and we see a, a Superman-type sigil on uh, on the grates, on a weird grate in this weird area. And uh, a very disheveled-looking person with their bony spine sticking out of their back. We can only assume that this is Kara, who is revealed later, Supergirl herself. Yeah, I do. I, there is one part of that I do like, as like the hand looks like it's getting into the sun. You see smoke almost coming off of it. Like, yeah, that's cool. Like I thought that was a nice touch. And then I think it just jumps right into the desert, where I think it really is that scene from Man of Steel. Just. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a bunch of army dudes getting owned by Zodcraft. Yeah. Uh, again, the effects look shoddy. We don't know what kind of stage they're at now. Maybe they got some polish to do. Some weird-ass explosions. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, you just blame it on the Kryptonian. But you weren't watching this trailer for any of that stuff that happened before. Maybe the costume. What yeah. you were waiting for was exactly at, like, Minute 27 seconds. I mean, absolutely. Right. I will say that the initial shot of the Batcave looks very not Tim Burton-y, which I was very much like, hmm. I don't know. Done a little, little more gothic design. Tim Burton isn't all about the brutalism. He's got gothic. I don't, I don't know. Don't, it did have those kind of, of it. it does have kind of those pillars, though, from um, I'm just re remembering to uh, Batman and Batman returns and it kind of has that same striations and stuff i agree it could definitely use a lot more gloom there's a lot more light up but it, it I, I think it kind of matches what the uh cave looked like especially suppose... with the batmobile turnaround except for the lights those are new sure yeah i mean you're not there definitely was a version of the bat cave that kind of looks like that it was just much more precarious, if I remember correctly. Yeah, like definitely. a lot of like, like weird precipices and such. Uh, I mean, look, it wasn't OSHA compliant, that's for sure. Here, here, I'm gonna. I found a picture of what at least was in my head when I remembered the the Tim Burton Batcave uh, that I was kind of missing a little bit uh, from this one. Yeah, but I'm wondering. See, okay. I, I want to feel like that is Batman. I, I wonder if that's Batman Returns, because this is what I'm picturing. 
when I think of hold on one second. When I think of the Tim Burton Batcave, why don't you send now? There we go. <laughs> yeah, that has some echoes of it for sure. That's a it, little brutalist. And that's from Batman eighty nine. So yeah. that, that's why that's what crossed in my head first that's why i was thinking this one versus uh the other one i feel like that one's from like maybe batman returns or something like i said i don't, I, I that i can't do but yeah. to be fair it definitely was not a safe cave um you could still die at any one of these moments by just taking a step backwards yeah, and we get the classic uh, waterfall that the Batwing flies out of. That's pretty cool. And uh, you're right. This is what we're here for. Michael Keaton sidling up to the camera, looking very much like 1989 Batman. Stiff as you please. I'm going to say the appropriate amount of stiff for 1989 Batman. Uh, and uh, he says the line that we've all been waiting for. Yep. I needed yeah. more money. Oh. I'm Batman. Also, where's my paycheck exactly? <laughs> also, why couldn't you give me a chin in this thing? <laughs> well, they gotta, you know, they gotta stay true to the vision. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's I great just... to see Keaton back. He looks great. Sure. Uh, and then he proceeds to do some very, like, he starts off very Tim Burton y, where he's flying with the big bat cape stretched out. And then he does, he goes right into bat, bat flick. <laughs> kind of. He swoops down, picks a person up, and body slams them on the floor. Which I'm for. It looks great. I mean, it looks very cool. Uh, it's very CG. I don't really care. Um, I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm mean, not going to knock it. I'm not expecting Michael Keaton to be sitting there John Wicking it up at this point. So no. just give me what you give me. We're getting full Danny Elfman like blast stingers for this part. Yeah, sort of a pat, like a ding, 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 like a little well, a music on box. a klezmer or something. It was like a music box to me, just reminded like little ding, 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 ding. But then it just it has the full moment. Yeah, you see him be badass, and you know both Barry. One Barry is used to a Batman, so he's not so impressed or whatever. But the other one passes out, never seeing Batman before, I guess, or some shit. Um, yeah, whatever. And then we yeah. get then we get more bat flick. Yeah, he's he's dodging in the street. Something gives me the impression that bat flick is going to very much die. <laughs> the, the start of this movie just looks like there's some crazy stuff going on. Maybe this is means Zod is is in there. I don't know. Something's Good. happening that's 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 not going to be great for for this this bat flick. I'm thinking. Um, and then because uh, we see a lot of chaos, a lot of stuff going on, and then. Uh, the you know Barry Allen is talking about he's got to make things right. He's got to do something, or or all the these worlds are doomed. And then we see a very weird CG Batman to regular to real life Batman transition that looks uh, supremely awkward. And I have to imagine they're going to to smooth this out. Uh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Probably <laughs> don't not. Know, Probably not. The way, the way it like the CG model like like shoves its leg back. Looks so bad, dude. I mean, well, here's the thing, too, though, is we're literally going frame by frame, stopping it. You know, Listen, this I saw that the first way through. Oh, <laughs> so did like, I, but it's wait just, a minute. What's it's going just on? worse when you stop it. 
Yeah, you're right about that. And and even worse is I'm not seeing a yellow belt here, John. Nah, me neither. Not oh, liking well. that too much. Well, I think they make up for it in the bat flick uh, blue and gray outfit because oh, that one has a, 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 a yellow belt. And so I'm, I'm for it. Okay, well, then you're right. That's something else. Um, the next big moment we get in this sequence is kind of, I think, what you were referring to earlier. Obviously, two flashes, one with blue lightning, one with orange lightning, so we can tell them apart, doing some weird flash shit, <laughs> sliding back into each other, touching feet. Yeah, like the flash or, the flash or want to do. I don't know what's happening, but I like it. Yeah. Looks like something intense is it like an explosion of uh electric energy happens. Yeah, and it's you you can tell like that Flash's outfit looks like it's made from uh like a a Batman outfit or something. Like yeah. be, it's cuz there's like spray painted uh uh, lightning bolts on the boots and it's got knee pads and shit. So I'm just either they went to a sports authority or <laughs> yeah, it definitely looks like crudely made other Barry flash outfit. Uh, and we get like some more Barry on Barry action with, um, if you pause it here, there's some interesting movie posters in the background, including Pacific Rim. So Pacific Rim confirmed, as existing in the Flash universe. Finally. And also, Skateboard Extreme is <laughs> just one of the posters. Well, of course. You, you don't remember Skateboard Extreme? Come on, bro. <laughs> uh, and then we get Bat German Franklin scene. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> With- which, which I'm assuming it's weird because the first perspective looks like it's a little batarang yeah, that has a rope hanging off it. It's got to be the bat wing. I'm hoping so because if this is a, batter, a batarang, I'd be like, ooh. And I guess they are trying to, this is the scene you were talking about before. They're trying to recreate the conditions to give other Barry flash powers. Maybe, or maybe this Barry died. Or something, and they're trying to jumpstart his heart or give him more speed force or some shit. Like, who knows? Yeah, because then we see a picture of short hair Barry getting all zapped by lightning. Yeah, he's uh, just like, ah! you uh-huh. know, he's screaming bloody murder. Like, I'm sure you would if you got shot by lightning. You probably would. Yep. Uh, and then we see uh, a quick image of Kara... Punching the crap out of a Kryptonian, just in slow motion, in a way that I approve of very yeah, much. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know if that Zod getting his face turned to mist or not, but it kind of looked like it a little bit, but I couldn't tell. Yeah. Uh, Maybe? I don't know. Uh, next up, we get uh, another shot of that sort of outdoor daytime fight with the Kryptonians in the military. And Flash is making a tornado. That's fun. Yeah, finally. Very f- Flash thing to do. Yep. And we see the other Flash in the background. Uh, weird. He, he looks like that might be a third Flash. Well, I remember they showed there was three. I thought one of the things showed that there was maybe three Flashes. So maybe this is like um, Flash from the future who's like 
uh, scaring the shit out of Bruce Wayne. You know, he's yeah, like, maybe this is the bearded Flash. This is like Lois. It's yeah. Lois. Yeah, yeah, that or this is uh, this is uh, just got Flash powers. Flash. I'm not sure. It's hard to tell, but yeah, I always or have to see see a Flash throw a tornado. Absolutely. If there was any justice in the world, that guy in the background would be Grant Gustin, but it's not going to be. Any justice, you're right. Um, right. Yeah. Too bad, right? That would be a cool opportunity to bring that Flash in, even if it was just for a cameo. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. We know he exists. They did it for the, yeah, the, the they crisis met. event. They met, so... That should that would have been nice. Even if he got there and he just got evaporated, it was like, "Don't worry, I sent him back to his own time." Woo! And then <laughs> yeah, then right. go in, go or in like he just comes season. in and like lands one punch on the guy and like things. That's like the turning point, and he just gives him a wink and a nod and disappears or something. <laughs> I died before that. Even that would be nice, but no, it's not going to be. Well, they would probably hate to put that costume up against this one and be like, oh, we messed up. Yeah, we don't want to <laughs> show people what they could have. Yeah. No. Um, and then we get a, a cool shot, like a split-second shot of the Batwing flying through to some explosions, firing off some missiles. Hopefully, they'll be more accurate than the one the. the <laughs> the things he shot at the Joker in that I first mean, movie. That motherfucker had a thing that popped out that went over his face to line up perfectly targets, and he missed every single one of those shots. Yep. And then that Batman didn't strike me as one who didn't care if he murdered someone. Just <laughs> uh and we get a cool shot of uh Supergirl yeah. um doing uh, some really intense laser eyes. Yep. Yeah. I'm for it. More yeah. heat vision, the better. Um, and then, of course, as you mentioned before, John, we get the blink and you miss it. I went back and paused it. Of course, blue and gray Batman. Looks like he's got, you know, like as you said, he's got a, kind of a burnished gold belt and a lot of weird looking armor on. Yeah, I don't, I don't get this part. Um, maybe that's his like safety armor for when he rides his bike. Yeah, and he's doing the he's doing the Sonic the Hedgehog rail grind. It looks like yeah. <laughs> being yeah. pulled along by his hook rope launcher. <laughs> yeah, he's got a grapple gun out, and he's doing a sick rail slide. Well, I mean, maybe they didn't listen to the whole episode we did, but uh... yeah, maybe he's tried to uh, <laughs> he's tried to escape from the city. I think this uh, is just showing the costume they're going to take to give to other Barry. <laughs> the same kind of knee pads on it hmm. yeah maybe um, you, maybe that, that batman explodes yeah and <laughs> like, you can use this <laughs> use this garbage <laughs> better you might want to dry clean it first there is some batman left inside yeah you'll be surprised what you find there's toes <laughs> in the boots what yeah, uh it's we, a it's a weird one but i'll take it why not I mean, the coloration has me so excited. I am so excited to see a gray and blue Batman on screen that I'm fine. Fine. It still looks weird. I don't like the armor at all. I think it looks honeycomb and strange. Yeah, I have yeah, the, yeah. I'm having the same reaction to like all the armor design in this movie. Yeah, I don't like... I also don't like how the, the chest plate is split on it. Yeah. Weird, right? I don't know. It's... I 
I guess I've just become an armor snob between this and, uh, and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. I'm like having a lot of problems with people's armor design. Hey, you're allowed to be you. Yeah. You're, you're allowed to you're allowed to share it. Why not? Yeah. Uh next up we see more of that cool hurricane tornado business uh with the uh, blue lightning berry doing a a drop kick into it. Uh is he kicking the other flash? I don't know. It's hard I can't to tell. tell. I can't tell. Maybe a little a little double cross? Maybe. A little reverse flash double cross. Yeah, I mean, of course, or he's kicking a, a, a Kryptonian, maybe. He's drop yeah. kicking him. Yeah, who knows? That, that makes more sense. Maybe one flash does the hurricane, the next flash does the drop kick. It's just like when you got Ken and Ryu next to each other. They got similar moves, but one likes kicking with feet on fire, and the other likes hitting with fist on fire. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Exactly the same. the same. It's the same thing. It's the same principle. Yeah. Um, we get a great shot of Barry yelling no in a weirdly no <laughs> very weirdly sun dappled room. Well, Seems need... unrelated to everything that's been happening recently, but probably related to the death of his mom. Yeah, and this this scene it does show the gold inlay striations mm. uh, a little bit more. So uh, who who knows? Maybe this is watching his mom die again. Who knows? Yeah, hard uh, to say. And then uh, missiles. Uh, so many missiles. Yep. And then uh, probably my favorite scene that I wish they didn't cut it up as the way they did is in that uh, the facility, I guess, that Kara is probably in. Yeah. she. I think she's wearing something that looks like it has uh, Russian writing on it. So uh, I guess in this world, she landed in Russia and they just put her in a missile silo to rot away. Uh, and, uh, you know, instead of being raised in Kansas or whatever. But uh, we get some cool Michael Keaton Batman doing his little, I guess he has a rapport with uh, with Kara. Uh, I mean, enough to know that he could hide her behind his fist yeah, until in, the shot. <laughs> in the shot. Which, I mean, I like it. Why not? Um, when he does the whole, okay, time to execute flat palm to a fist. That's right. Go card, go. That she is going to wreck shop. And she does in the very Snyderverse style, that sort of like, uh, zooming from one position to the next, just throwing people around. Looks cool. It looks cool. I just think it feels like they cut it obviously for the trailer. So I feel like we're missing some things, and I, I'd prefer to see this fairly unbroken, but I guess they're just going to wait for the wow factor when you're in the theater. What are you watching on HBO Max? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then we get introduced to Kara properly. She introduces herself. The two flashes are adorably awkward, and we get the title reveal with the logo, The Flash. Um, and we get our last, the laugh line of the trailer, uh, where we see Supergirl in her full Supergirl outfit, which is like half cool. And then half has like the little Superman non boot, like onesie footies, which I'm not a huge fan of, but whatever. I mean, I, you know, yeah, yeah. I just feel like it's, 
I do feel like the color block could use a little more red down there or something, or even give it like a, a tennis shoe type of like red sole or something like just something that breaks up a little bit. Um, but yeah, something the seeing the, the shoes from the bottom and having the, the exact same, it just has a footy pajama vibe to it. Uh, which I, you know, whatever, it's fine. Um, uh, but it does kind of have a little bit of that uh, John Romita Jr. Superman vibe, um, with the high collar and the uh, the sleeves that have a little thumb cut out in him. Yeah, keep the hands warm. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Uh, when she's slapping people's guns out of their hands, she has to <laughs> have a, uh, she has to have uh, palm protection. But of course, the uh. Flash from this universe is doing a little cell phone video because their kids will want to see it. What what is he implying here? He's going to have kids with Supergirl. Uh, either he thinks, uh, e- okay. The joke answer is sure. I think the real answer he's he's referring to both berries. It's like our kids so, are going to want to see it. Or like. Like, someday uh, both of us will have kids and they'll want to see this and they'll yes. want to see okay yeah maybe i hope that's what it is <laughs> because it definitely seems yeah i don't know i hope it i hope you're right because <laughs> otherwise it's kind of creepy yeah but then uh, then, then we get i guess the... that maybe it's innocent he's uh he's got the hots for supergirl sure why not and then after that we get the uh, date which is June 16th. Yep. Right after Guardians of the Galaxy, we get to enjoy the following month, Flash. So we'll see. When it hits theaters, all the early buzz it says it's very good. So we'll see if that turns out to be true. I'm, uh, aside from my quibbles about the some of the design, I thought it was a fairly effective trailer. I liked a lot of what I saw. It was great to see Michael Keaton again. Blue and gray Batman was fantastic. And, uh, it looks like it's going to have a lot of spectacle, which I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I mean, it was. It, this is and this is no knock. I just think it was definitely better than what I was expecting. Yeah. Um, you know, to be honest, I think that's fair. You know, it was just, it was entertaining. They knew to give you enough Batman to make you pay attention. Mm-hmm. <laughs> double the Batman, double the fun. Right, and um. Look like they're having fun with it, but this trailer has the same problem that I have with the other one. So, which is both like some of their stars getting marred in some form of controversy in between these things, kind of, for me anyway, lessen the impact of this. It's certainly something that's going to be in the back of your head. I mean, it was at the forefront because they're at the forefront and... That was the thing that kind of got me, where I was just like, oh, man, like, I, I feel like I would enjoy this even more if I wasn't constantly kind of reminded of this and just being like, well, I see why you didn't want to get rid of this movie, because it looked like you put a few bucks into it, but at the same time, it was just one of those, um, just one of those things that just made me not enjoy it as much as I think I would have without it. And I don't yeah. know if that is something about me not being able to separate the uh, artists from, you know, from, you know, the, the real world and just kind of living with 
living with the moment in film and celluloid and just keeping it at that, or there's something else. And I don't, just don't really know if that's old age or whatever, but that was the thing that was kind of at me. I enjoyed the ensemble more than I was focusing on the main characters. Yeah, I think that that's fair. I will say that at least recently, Ezra Miller has been keeping their nose clean. You know what I mean? Uh, Certainly seems like they're seeking perhaps the help that they need. And uh, certainly haven't gotten into trouble in a while. Who knows if that's a permanent thing or not. Because uh, I think we all we all hope that somebody who's having a tough time uh, is able to get the help that they need and and become and live a healthier healthier life. Because that's just I think what we should hope for everybody out there. Uh, but you never know. <laughs> you never know uh, what will happen tomorrow, and uh, we could be back here talking about s- something else. <laughs> I mean, no, fair enough, fair enough. I mean, also interesting, both uh, movies had the same cinematographer. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, take that for what it is. It's the same cinematographer that was on the Suicide Squad. Also the same one for, uh, you know, Volume 2 of Guardians of the Galaxy. So, Huh. What is up with Volume 3 then? Yeah, I just think we're, I just think we're seeing that at a certain point, the trailer needs to come out. You're not going to wait to polish everything up. We've seen it with a lot of their films, especially as of late, where like things of getting worked on until like weeks before the film releases. So true. I'm true, not really. True. I'm not. You know, I almost can't hold a trailer for uh, face value anymore. Normally, these are the trailers I don't watch. Like I watch the teaser trailers that kind of do the announcement, and that's where I leave it. But given that these showed up during the Super Bowl or Superb Al, Superb Al, (laughs) um, I figured, you know, it was worth an investigation, especially with the Flash one, because I don't had, I don't want to say I didn't have uh, high hopes for it, but I didn't have really, you know, any expectations, but wanting to see it anyway. Well, I'm excited to see the Snyderverse be put out of its misery, and this looks like a fun way to do it. So (laughs) here we go. We'll find out come June, but I think that's going to do it for us for this week. I hope you enjoyed it. We took a total of five minutes of trailer and turned it into two hours of recording just for you. Uh, So I hope you enjoyed. Even if you cut it down, it's still going to be over an hour. So, Oh, yeah, no, if I cut it down, it still probably will be almost two hours. So congratulations, Maybe we should come out with Taffy, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, no shit, you want some Bob Zoga Taffy for yeah, we really we pulled the shit out of this taffy, but uh, <laughs> that's going to do it for us this week. We hope you enjoyed the episode. We sure as heck enjoyed making it for you. Uh, so without further ado, take it away, Galaxy Guardian Forest, I think is what my name was from chat, GP. <laughs> uh, Galaxy Guardian, yes. Excellent. Take it away. A big thank you to Burton M6 for all the incredible music on our show. You can find a link to his Fiverr page in our show notes. You can also find links to our social media, Discord, 
and merch store in our show notes as well. Just click that Pico link. From us here at Pop Saga to all of you out there, we want to say thank you for joining us. Your support means the world. We hope that you're feeling happy and healthy, and we'll be back next Thursday with a brand new episode. Now here's John with one last bit of sage advice before we say goodbye. Thanks, Guardian Galaxy Forest. Remember, folks, did you know that Billy Crudup is not only a talented actor, but also a talented musician? He has played the guitar for several of his movie soundtracks, including Almost Famous. Pop culture is full of surprises and hidden talents. Until next time, stay tuned for more Pop Saga updates. Adios. <laughs> Doing our job better than us, man. Uh, damn you, Chad. Thank you for tuning in to all my super fans. Hope you coming back again. Got a shout out to Fresca. I know you riding with me as we pull up in the Hyundai Daily City. <laughs> you want the hype? I got you. Gotta keep it locked right here on Pop Saga. Woo! Pop Saga, let's go.